Hey Balancers and welcome back to another episode of the Balance Theory Podcast. I'm your host Erica and I have to be honest, this week's episode I was sitting there scratching my head, feeling really scattered and not knowing what I wanted to share with you guys. And that is because lately I've been feeling really out of alignment, completely misaligned. And I thought, why not share a little bit about my experience feeling out of alignment and the things I've done to slowly nudge myself back there. I wanted to share an episode that was authentic to my current experience, something that's very, very, very fresh, recent in the mind. And so I hope for anyone listening who's feeling maybe a little bit scattered right now, a little bit out of touch with themselves, also gets a lot out of this episode. And I hope that the things I shared today help you the way they've helped me. Dear Balancer, I know you're a determined person on the lookout for ways to live a more fulfilling and balanced life, but you're busy. And if we're being honest, that busyness often comes at the expense of your priorities. The Balance Theory podcast is made to teach busy bees just like you how to find and own your own definition of balance so that you can become unapologetic in how you choose to spend your time. I'm your host, Erica, and together let's find your unique balance. I just want to start off by sharing three definitions of alignment because I feel like to some people it means slightly different things and I feel like when you gravitate towards a particular way that it's expressed then it helps you understand when you're there or you're not. So I'm going to share three, have a listen and just just mentally note which one I guess feels right for you. I'm avoiding saying aligned but try and think of which definition of alignment really resonates with you. Number one, feeling aligned is when you are out of your own way and completely removed from the need to have the how and the when all figured out. Number two, being aligned is when you're in a flow state where things happen for you, not to you. And number three, being aligned is an energetic match to whatever you want. Like attracts like, vibrational energy is matching you with exactly what you want. Which definition stuck out the most for you? I think for me, I really was feeling number two the most. It's this idea of being in flow state and things are just happening. I feel like when I feel aligned, it's like you just see synchronicities everywhere. And to be honest with you guys, the last few weeks have not felt like that for me. They've felt very kind of stop start. I felt scattered mentally and I really couldn't focus. And so I was inspired to share this with you guys to write this episode when I recently came back into alignment. And I figured, if I'm being honest, most of us experience this, whether it's not in this moment now, but definitely from time to time. Because as you guys know, like life ebbs and flows. It's never linear, it's never a straight line. And so of course, we're gonna feel a little bit out of whack from time to time. Life likes to throw some hurdles and challenges at us, but we survive and we thrive. But I guess if you wanna get a little bit more granular into the detail, just to see maybe are you out of alignment right now or what would this even look like some other kind of ideas outside of the i guess the opposite of the definitions that i've shared would be things like uh, if manifestation is your thing you can't attract what you want or you're feeling like you're not vibing at the right frequency uh, maybe you're fueled or your intentions are kind of feeling like they're grounded in negative emotion, whether that's self-doubt or jealousy that kind of seems to be driving the bus right now. Maybe you have a little bit of a victim mentality. It's this concept of things are happening to me, not for me. Maybe you feel disconnected or unsure about your purpose. Maybe you're focusing on the negative. All these types of things for me are really exemplary of when I'm out of alignment. And if this is you, if you're feeling here right now, 
Step one is simple awareness to acknowledge that we are out of alignment, that we need to do something about it. Before we even take steps, we just need to be present and aware of the fact that we are there. Because until we respect that and acknowledge that that's currently where we are, we can't move forward. You can't just skip to the part of the doing. You have to really sit down and acknowledge, okay, this is where I'm at and I'm out of alignment right here and right now because of whatever the things that you're feeling. You have to acknowledge that. Because the thing is, if you don't have, if you don't bring that awareness to your misalignment, You just get stuck going through the motions. You accept your reality for what it is. You're just like, okay, well, whatever. I'm experiencing self-doubt or I'm feeling really negative or I'm just having these thoughts and emotions. And you're like, whatever, this is just my life. You accept it. It's very hard to then make any changes or know where to turn if you don't have the awareness that, hey, this is actually off for me. I'm not accepting this as, as my reality, as my current state. And I know that I can be a lot more connected to myself. I know that I can have a, a scenario where I'm vibing at the level where things I'm attracting things I like or there are synchronicities of, in my life. If you acknowledge that you're not in an energy field or situation where you want to be right now and for you that's misalignment, this is step one. And that's why I gave you guys a couple of examples there because sometimes we accept and normalize those things and we can really get stuck there in those negative head spaces. But you don't have to be there and that does not have to be the extent of your experience. So let's just firstly acknowledge, hey, we're not in alignment right now. It's okay, but we're just not in alignment. The thing for me was, right, when I was I was stuck here for a few weeks and for me it was like a lot of self-doubt, a lot of negative thoughts and my, I guess my actions were being fueled by those negative emotions right and what I realized once I became aware and I started reflecting was that I would have these thoughts you know I'm not good enough or I'm not what are you trying to achieve like you're not the kind of person that can achieve xyz whatever it is all the beautiful things we tell ourselves I wasn't bringing curiosity to those thoughts I was just hearing them and accepting that as okay well this is where we are rather than approaching them with curiosity, you know, well, where did that come from? Is that actually true? Is that my reality? You know, I wasn't bringing a level of curiosity and, you know, by default, then not being aware of them. I was just stuck accepting them as a part of my existence. And of course, there were certain things that I had abandoned over the last few weeks that are my non-negotiables. So as we know, in our different balance areas, We've got those key things that are our non-negotiables that keep us balanced. And I guarantee you, when you are either close to burnout, you're feeling emotionally drained, you are feeling out of alignment, I guarantee you, you've abandoned one of those key things. And in my case, it was absolutely true. For me, it was meditation. I had gotten really slack with meditation. I've had quite a few visitors over the last few weeks. So obviously that plays around with your routine a little bit. And I didn't create more space to do that. And as a result, I really lost that sense of centeredness, that connection with myself. And it pushed me in this place where I actually totally forgot about it. You know, I forgot how to observe my thoughts because that's what meditation does for me. It teaches me to be the observer, to be in a place where I see things come and go. But because I had not been up to date with my practice, because I'd been slack with it, it pushed me in a position where I just started to accept those thoughts and feelings as part of me. So if you're feeling out of alignment right now, if you're feeling like you're coming from somewhere that's not authentic to who you are, I want you to just reflect on what is something that you have maybe compromised lately that's a non-negotiable for you. 
Is it time with your loved ones? Is it something to do with your health? You know, it could be meditation like me, maybe it's exercise, prioritizing sleep. What is something that you've abandoned that's pushed you into this situation where you feel disconnected from yourself or out of alignment with yourself? Because I guarantee you there will be something. Maybe actually it could even be that you're at a bit of a turning point where something that was working for you is now no longer working for you. So you'll need to do a little bit of a deeper dive. Maybe think about what's something that you're no longer getting the same sense of satisfaction from. Maybe it's some friends that you feel like we're just not vibing anymore. And so having the awareness to say, okay, maybe that's something I need to pull back from to leave space for something else that's now gonna fill those shoes. You know, it's an exciting, scary prospect, but I feel like when you're out of alignment and you've, you've neglected something that's pushed you there, it's either because you have compromised, you've compromised on something that generally is a non-negotiable for you, or you're at a point in your life where something that was working for you or something that was a non-negotiable is maybe at a little bit of a turning point. Outside of, I guess, bringing back this non-negotiable, there are obvious tools that are really, really helpful in moments like this. But what I want to do today is not share the obvious ones that we all know work, you know, in varying degrees for different people, but things like meditation, visualization, they're amazing practices and tools. But I want to share some different ones, some ones that you maybe haven't heard before that I think can be really powerful in these moments to recenter ourselves, especially if you're kind of clutching at straws and not really knowing, okay, well, I don't actually know what's working. I don't know what would work. I'm kind of at this middle point where I don't really know what I've compromised on. Nothing is screaming out at you then maybe these three things will help you shift back into alignment. And even actually, if, you've, if you're like me and you're like, well, I know I've been slack in my meditation, or I know I've been slack with one-on-one time with my loved one, then these three will just give you that extra boost to come back to center. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So the first one is to choose your words wisely. We tend to, when we're in these misaligned periods of life, we tend to speak and think really negatively. We think negative thoughts. We have a lot of self-judgment. And I don't know about you, but for me, this is a huge sign that I'm not in alignment because it's the antithesis to gratitude, to being grateful for what you've got. And I feel like when you're aligned and things are happening for you and you know, you're know you vibing and you're attracting the things you like, then gratitude is a byproduct of being in that situation because you have that perspective on life. So when you're out of alignment and things feel hard and they feel very like scattered and stop start, then we shift into this place where our thoughts and our words are really centered from a negative place. And what you're doing effectively is expressing to the universe, to God, to the world, whatever your thoughts and beliefs are, that you're not content with what you've got. And other little signs of this, I'm going to get really granular now, day to day, what this looks like, things like gossiping, negative self-talk we've spoken about, jealousy, they can all be signs of this situation. And the reality is you can't actually start flipping the tone. So you can't say, okay, well, I'm going to 
start being nice to myself, self-compassionate. We can't do any of that until we practice being aware of these thoughts. And this is what I had to do, right? Because I'm, I'm really guilty of this. I always try when I have a problem, I'm like, just run straight to the finish line and the solution. Like, how am I going to fix it? Give me a plan. Let me do it. Sometimes we just need to sit in that awareness and actually practice acknowledging that these things exist and are a part of our life, you know, that they're there because it's one thing to change something, but you have to actually fully be able to accept and acknowledge it as a starting point. And the reason this is so important when it comes to negative thoughts is because when you become aware of the thought by default, it's separate to yourself. You create that distance between it and then you can shift it. Whereas if you try to shift it from a place where the thought is a part of you and you haven't created that awareness, it's much, much harder to do that. And I don't feel like you can do it as consistently. So one thing I would suggest to do, which is something I had to almost force myself to practice, even if it's just for one day, two days a week, however long you feel you need, just be aware of the thoughts, right? And once you feel like you've really started to be aware of them, and when I say that, by the way, I mean, okay, you just had a thought of, I'm never going to be able to do that. I'm never going to be able to achieve this. I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. That kind of rhetoric. When you get into a habit where you've acknowledged that enough, that when it pops up, your immediate instinct is to acknowledge it, then you can start to flip the script. You can start leaning into gratitude. You can start turning the tone of what those words are and what they're saying. You can replace negative self-talk with self-compassion and slowly start to flip it to shift yourself back into alignment. The second thing I think we should all do is create a little bit of space. Now, this is particularly for the people who feel very disconnected from their purpose. I feel like when we're talking about our purpose, it can feel like this really high level thing and, and maybe it feels a bit overwhelming to think about, right? But just gen like it's kind of your sense of fulfillment, your why, right? If you're feeling out of touch with that, I think we need creative freedom time, <laughs> to connect with that it's very hard to be like okay well now i'm going to just sit down and think about my purpose you know it's a bit arbitrary it doesn't feel like productive even though like it shouldn't need to be productive but i mean like it doesn't feel like a good use of time just kind of thinking about it right so how do we get back into alignment when it comes to trying to reconnect with our why what i had to do was block out an entire Saturday. So I started my day, I went to the gym, had a really nice breakfast, came home, showered, washed my hair, made my space really clean. And then I just sat. And like, I've spoken about this before, it's like no agenda time. I literally just sat down, didn't have a time limit. And I just started to think about the areas of my life, think about my goals, think about what I was currently doing, what's not working, what what I do wanna be working better or what I wanna start trying, etc. I think this helps if you have like a little bit of uh, a focal point. So for me, for example, I was thinking about my career and I was talking about, you know, when I was ideating and thinking creatively, it was about where I want to go with my career, what I want to achieve out of it, what different options are that I have. Maybe for you, it's with a side project. Maybe it's a job too. Maybe it's uh, friendships or or. I don't know, uh, a new health activity you're doing. If you're feeling kind of disconnected in any area, particularly strong, then I would start there. I think maybe like work is a good one to start with because it's where we spend a lot of our time and it's where we get a lot of fulfillment from as well. So just sitting down with no constraints, giving yourself the time to just, and sometimes it could just be like a mental dump exercise where you're just getting everything out 
and it just feels like you get clarity and maybe you need to do this once or twice for me one day was enough I kind of had so much in my head that one day I just sat down and gave myself space without a time block without I had I didn't have to be anywhere that Saturday night I just sat down and focused on me it was amazing the clarity I got I was really relaxed and I actually got into flow state, which is something I've been craving for so long. I feel like I haven't been there for ages and it was a really, really nice feeling. It felt like things were coming to me, ideas were flowing, but it took me a couple hours to get there, but I just had to give myself that space with no constraints. And if you're feeling really pressed at the moment where you just don't know where to turn and you feel scattered, do yourself a favor and block out a whole weekend day start your day whatever however you need to to get kind of your day started i wouldn't just wake up and do it unless you obviously feel obliged to or you feel called to but you know set your space up make it like a little bit of a ritual ritualize it make it nice get yourself ready for it and then just sit down and just let yourself be and see what happens because for me it was a really transformative experience and the key thing was having nothing on that day i didn't have to cook didn't have to be anywhere didn't have any time limits i could have stayed there all night if i wanted to and i'm going to do this over and over again when i feel like i need to just get clarity because i just found it really really profound the last thing i want to say or last little tip or tool or thing you can do is have a happy list so uh, this came from an author and podcaster his name's mo godot he in his book soul for happy brings up this idea of a happy list where on your phone you'll write I don't know, top 10 things that make you happy. My fiance likes to do, have um, like a favorites camera roll where he kind of love hearts all his photos. They're mostly of the dog. I thought they'd be of me, but they're of the bloody dog. <laughs> but when he felt, you know, anything coming up, whether it was self-doubt or negative thoughts, uh, whatever it is, anxiety, you would turn to those things that bring out positive emotions inside of yourself. I have a, like a numbered list on my phone. Sometimes I like going through my photos. You know on the iPhone, if you swipe to the right, I think, it sometimes gives you random photos. And if you click on it, it's like a random compilation. That's sometimes a really nice one to just have a look at random memories. But whatever you need for those moments that you need a reminder of what's good in your life to be grateful for, to be happy for, it's a really quick one, an easy one to just have on hand and turn to. So there are three tips that I think are a little bit different, you know, different from the normal things we hear, like deep breathing and meditation, you know, which are all amazing. But I feel like sometimes it's nice to have just some different things to do to really get you out of that stuckness, which can feel all consuming. Hit me up. Let me know if you're going to try any of these. If you're on Spotify, drop a comment uh, on the on the actual episode. So if you click on the episode, you can hit the Q&A button, I think it is, and you can just write your thoughts there. Have a look what other people have written as well. And uh, share this with someone who maybe is going through a period where they're a little bit out of alignment and will really benefit from the tips in this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll catch you all on Monday for another guest episode.